Hello, spooky listeners, and welcome to another episode of My Spooky Gay Family. I am your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles. And I am your resident drag queen's resident sister, Sam Baxter. So many residents. Every episode opens the same way. There are so many residents of this family. But to be honest, there are. Don't you? I mean, there's five siblings, two parents, one grandparent, and uh, a partridge in a pear tree. I love Christmas. Just wait until we get to the oh, fucking no. Christmas episodes. Just wait. I love Christmas. hate me come Christmas time. I'm, I'm going to be going on sabbatical. Right no, you Halloween. have to stay. You have to stay for Christmas. I'll come back in February. No, you're you're staying for Christmas and you're going no, to like gonna, it. You're going to make me watch Black Christmas again. I know it. Black Christmas, Krampus, all the spooky. <laughs> and they're actually, uh, Shudder has a bunch of like holiday themed spooky because movies. And, the uh, Christmas anthologies. in July section of Freeform isn't bad enough. I have to have it on my horror channel too. What is Freeform? Freeform is now what the hell? What, what the fuck? ABC Family used to is is now Freeform. I didn't know that. Yeah, they changed the oh. name because they started showing stuff that wasn't. I, I guess honestly, what happened is they started putting fucking queers on it, and like all the people <laughs> who have like family in the name of their hate group got mad. Whoops. So, <laughs> so now it's Freeform. Freeform. Yeah. That sounds terrible. It it is terrible. I mean, it's it's ABC Family. I mean, ABC Family isn't terrible, I guess, but I I just, I don't know. I have no interest in it. Today, we are not talking about, (laughs) we are not talking about Freeform or ABC Family. (laughs) Today, we are talking about one of my very favorite things. And I have to say, it kind of makes me sad to talk about it because I have no time right now to actually partake in it. I, I, I know how that feels. I mean, we're, we're both kind of super busy, so it, it's like I, I have to designate time now to enjoy this hobby. I know. I, I really should designate more time to it because I feel like I spend too much time being an adult. Today we are talking <laughs> about spooky, scary, creepy video games. I love video games. We have both been video gamers for a very long time. Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, we're, we're kind of... We're we're in that kind of first generation that like grew up completely always having video games around like yeah. like so I I mean I think our first system was like a Super Nintendo and <laughs> we've just kind of followed everything since then. I mean, and what's funny is like even as like little little kids, I know that Dad had like an Atari in the house. I know that there was an original NES yes in the house somewhere, um, and we played it. I mean, I loved. Uh, you know I love duck hunt. <laughs> I love a, a duck hunting moment. And a surprisingly amazing amazing ice hockey game. Right. Okay, right. so wait, hold on, we have to talk about this. This is this is Tangent one. This is so important. I need you all to know. So Sam recently bought a uh what what is it called? Um it, it was called the Retrosys. It was it was advertised on Facebook for about three days. And then they sold I'm out of so them. I'm so mad that I don't but, have one. Um, it, 
it's essentially it's 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 an old it's an old school video game mod system that 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 came with and it plugs into your TV with the HDMI, but it had. 20,000 video games on it, starting from like... Literally, though. No, I'm, this is not an exaggeration. 20,000 20, And it's, it's all on like a six gigabyte fucking SD card. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because like I couldn't load the fucking like soundtrack from the most recent video game that I bought onto this card and have it work. But like I yeah. can put like 30 years worth of video games on it and it's fine. Literally 30 years of video <laughs> games. And one of the games that was on it was, was a game that we used to play as kids. It's it's literally just called Ice Hockey, Yeah, right? it's Ice Hockey for the original uh, Nintendo. For the original Nintendo, it was called Ice Hockey. And we played this as kids. And it is literally just like NHL whatever hockey. Not that we were well, – well, not that it's I not was It's not even ever. NHL. It's like Winter Olympics hockey. It's yeah. Like, it's like – it is literally like you have a choice between like fat guys, skinny guys, and guys that are somewhere in the middle, <laughs> and you just skate around the ice and try to like we're still figuring out the controls. Like it's not. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it, it was so. And as children, we were not interested in actually playing hockey. We just played as the fat guys and tried to get into fist fights. And so. As children, we were like, let's play ice hockey. And then we would just beat the shit out of each other with fat guys. <laughs> and now as adults, Sam got this retrosys and we opened the game again because it, we knew it was included in the package. And we opened the game again and we were playing it and we were like, wow, if you actually play this the way it's supposed to be played, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, if you actually try to play <laughs> hockey, it is, it is actually a really good hockey video game. <laughs> it is. It's a really good game. You should all play ice hockey for the original Nintendo. Especially if you don't actually know how to play hockey, it makes it a lot more fun. I have no idea what the fucking rules of hockey are. Oh, not a clue. Like, I have no clue. Like, every time it's like icing, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't uh, The care. only thing I... Don't yell at me, winter soccer. Go away. I know. when it <laughs> Winter soccer. When it comes to icing, the only thing I know anything about is buttercream. That is the only <laughs> icing I know anything about. And so when it's like, it's like, you iced, I'm like, I, I don't even know what that means. Like, I don't, that's nonsense to me. And then we just make dirty jokes about it for 10 minutes. I know, and I turn into Liza Minnelli uh, screaming... You turn into Liza Minnelli at the drop of a hat. The fact that you are consistently Liza Minnelli when There's we are playing about this that game, game is that brings it out in me. No, it's just he's just it's not even English. It's not, it's not even complete words. It's like it's just noises and like riffs in her voice. I'm like, I got the fucking where I'm going. I'm running to the other side of the screen. I don't know where I'm going. Like like you sound like the Animaniacs version of fucking Liza Minnelli. I basically am in my day to day life. The uh, Animaniacs version of Liza <laughs> Minnelli. But this game is so good, and you should all go out and, and find a way to play this game one way or another. I love this game. But today we're talking about scary video games because this is a spoopy podcast. Yes, it is. And so we're going to be talking about our favorite spooky, scary video games and... Uh, a little bit of our history as gamers, because we do have a very extensive history as gamers, which people may not know about. I know a lot of my friends, especially Jasmine Rice Labougie, is probably <laughs> going to listen to this podcast and be like, you don't play video games. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I do it in the secret the secret annals of, of my life that you are not a part of at home. I am. Uh, I love video gaming. It's it's one of those things that, like, it's it's the thing I want to do when I'm by myself. Exactly. Like, I don't want to play with other people, like, unless it's you or Bob or Kevin or Jessica. Like, like yeah. it's, it's one of those, like, I don't want, I don't make a show of it. I don't have a fucking YouTube channel. 
No. I do not understand <laughs> why. We're going to be very hateful about we're, this. We're going to be really hateful about this because I have watched our, our 11-year-old nephew sit there on his iPad watching someone else play Minecraft. And it's like... I remember when we were kids, our dad made us have an egg timer so that we could like set half an hour and be like, yes. okay, you have half an hour playing this game and I'm going to watch you, but only because I want to be playing as well. So yeah. I'm going to watch you until it is my turn to play again. Yes. I can't imagine watching a stranger play video games for fun. Right? Uh, like, 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 what is the point of that? I can't imagine that there are very many people who are so entertaining just to watch them play video games. Like, what... I, do you have do you have any experience watching other people play video games? Not besides, voluntarily. Not voluntarily. But that's what I'm saying. Like, who are these people, and why are they so interesting that we have to sit there and watch them play video games? I don't. I, I don't get it. I, I mean, it's one of those things. I feel like it's kind of weird for us to be saying that, since ostensibly there are people out there listening to us talk about video games, which are well, like yeah, it's but it's more different. Boring. It's different. Like, <laughs> it's different because we yeah, are entertainers. Like, Yes, that's, that's and fair. we are talking about our experiences as video gamers and what we like and what we don't like about them. We are not saying, "Hey, I'm just going to turn on a video camera and you can watch me play this game that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing for right. 45 minutes." And it's just, I, I understand that like some of some of the channels are meant to be funny, and it's kind of like you're you're the commentary is good, and they are also entertainers. But at the same time, like. The only reason I've ever watched a video game was because, again, I was waiting patiently to be allowed to play the video game. Like, or like, I have watched a video game of some, or a video of someone playing a video game to figure out what the hell yes, I was supposed I to was do stuck. next. Yes, yes, that is the only time I have ever watched someone play a video game online. Waiting my turn and cheating. That's and it. cheating, yeah. That's literally it. Because we're big cheaters. Oh in, yeah, no. In this like, household, like, listen, it's. Video games are not real life, no. which means that if I get frustrated with something, yes, I should be able to have instant gratification, and I'm going to go on Game Informer and figure out why the fuck I am stuck on this 10-second segment of Limbo, Yeah, because I, I the physics don't work. I don't understand. <laughs> like, 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 yes, I've gone upside down three different ways, and I did all of this, and it's still not working, and should I watch the video, and oh, I missed a completely obvious step. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing. Video that, games sometimes. for me have always been, like you said, a very like passive, like, I need to escape from reality for an hour. I'm going to play this thing, and it's going to be relaxing and fun. I am not one of those gamers who's like, I want everything to be difficult and a challenge and crazy. And that's the thing that absolutely drives me nuts, especially since, like, I know you don't really play sports video games no, apart from ice hockey, but, like, I, I literally, uh, literally the, only the, the, the only one that I can get you. And there, you know what? There NFL was one, Blitz. You NFL Blitz <laughs> for N64. I was just about to bring it up. It was the only football game. I still don't know how to play football, but I could run a Hail Mary. <laughs> But it's only again because it was fun to like chase each other around the field and like beat the sh yeah, snot I'm out of everybody. Literally acting like an like, asshole. Like it had nothing to do. With, no one was trying to score. Like no one was trying to win the game. It was literally just I'm going to throw this ball and then run around in a circle so you can't catch me. Yeah, literally. But, like, and that, but that's why I'm so well. We'll get into this a little no, more later. But, I'm sure. But that's why I'm not a huge fan of how everything is like internet gaming now because you're playing these games with strangers online who want to like really play football and I'm like I don't. I want to act like an asshole and. And run around the field yeah. screaming, I have the ball, I'm chasing And the thing that drives me crazy particularly, and this ha this happens in sports games, I think, more than, than other games specifically. But, like, I, I play MLB The Show every year. I buy the mm -hmm. new one. And it last year, they made all kinds of changes to how you leveled up your player. Like, like they put caps on skills depending on what type of player you were and, like, all this other crazy stuff. And, like, 
when everyone complained, they kind of said, oh, well, it makes it more realistic. It's like, asshole, I'm not a professional baseball player, and I yeah. never will be. Yeah. The fantasy is that I could be. And if I'm going to play pretend that I could be, I want to be fucking Hank Aaron. Yeah. I want to be a perfect fucking baseball player. Yeah, I don't like, want I don't want to have realistic like, handicaps. I don't want to be Chuck Knobloch, okay? I want to be Derek <laughs> Jeter. Like, there's no question. You're saying okay? these names like I have any I know idea. I'm like, who the fuck is Chuck <laughs> Knobloch? Oh my god. Chuck Knobloch was a Yankee second Chuck baseman Knobloch. who forgot how to throw to first base. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch <laughs> sounds like he sounds like a a weatherman on Arrested Development. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch, Bob or, Loblaw, or Bob Loblaw, Bob Loblaw. Like, <laughs> He's Bob Loblaw's yeah, distant cousin, Loblaw. Chuck Knobloch. Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I am not here for realism. I want no. everything to be entertaining. That is all I want. I just want it to be entertaining. And it, it's like you said, if I'm. If I'm playing a game, I don't want to be like, oh, well, this character would have this happen in this situation. It's like, no. The whole mm. point is that mm. it's not like realism. Otherwise, I would just go out and do whatever the hell it is I would, I, I'm doing on this video game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, for example, like, I would never steal a plane in real life. Mm -hmm. In Grand Theft Auto, that is all I want to do. Yeah, so why do you have to make it so <coughs> fucking hard? Excuse me. Like... All I want to do is steal a plane. Like, I get, like, a little ground security to keep me out of yeah, the airport no, 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 here and there. But, like, I, I should not need 16 cheat codes and a, and a black candle to get an airplane no, in I, Grand I shouldn't Theft have Auto. to, like, download somebody else's saved game <laughs> to, be, to be leveled up high enough. <laughs> to get to the plane. <laughs> to get to the fucking plane. I know. It's like, it's, like, particularly when you make sandbox games, it's like nothing should be off limits. That's what nothing I'm saying. Nothing should be off limits to start. And that's why I put this on the outline okay. for this episode because <laughs> Grand Theft Auto is like the ultimate, it, it should be like the fucking outline for every horror video game. Yes, because it basically is a horror video game. It just yeah. needs a new skin. Exactly. Like, I just need I just need a ghost face skin. That's all that, I that's need. Really, that's really it. I just want to break into people's houses and kill them. <laughs> that's all I want. I know. I know it sounds terrible, it sounds awful, but that's all I want because I, I would never do it in real life. And that is, I feel like this should actually be a part of the discussion today because uh, people always say that video games like turn people violent and they make people, and it's like, no, oh I use video games to take out the, the pent up aggression that I have from the New Jersey uh, turnpike. Yes. On on fake people who will never actually feel pain because I do not want to inflict pain yeah. on real people. I just want to kill people in their sleep in a video game. Yes, that's what I want. No, and and Sarah knows especially that if I'm having, she knows I'm having a bad day. If I come home and I turn on Call of Duty World War Two <laughs> and I put it on brutal mode, it's because I had a bad day. What is brutal mode? Brutal brutal mode. I don't know if this actually was. It's it's the hardest difficulty level, but mm. it's it's really just because I know I'm going to run out of ammo in five minutes, which means I can in fact just take out my trench knife and run around stabbing Nazis in the fucking neck, and who doesn't <laughs> enjoy that? Like I know, <laughs> and it's like not that I am advocating violence. You should not be going out and being violent, but like if there's anyone you're going to be violent against, please make it Nazis. Like seriously, <laughs> like, like, if, if, if you absolutely like like if. If taking another human life is on your bucket list, like, and we are not saying go out and kill people, <laughs> no, please we're not. make it. Please do not get confused. We are not advocating that anyone no. should go out and kill anyone. No, we are not. But if you're going to kill people in video games, make them Nazis. Yes, <laughs> always Nazis. Always Nazis, and occasionally teenagers. Um, uh, I mean, 
the fact that there is not a Scream video game solely from the perspective Ghostface's of Ghostface is beyond my comprehension. I don't understand why <laughs> well, that's we're not gonna, a thing. We're going to kind of get to that actually toward toward the end of the podcast. I'm fine with that because that that is a very okay. important discussion to have. For right now, yes. We uh, let let's start at the beginning, a okay. very good place to yes. start for those of you who are musical theater fans oh out my there. Goodness. Um really What would you say what would you say is your MO as a gamer? My MO? Yeah. Like what is, what is your your resume? What's your background? Oh my god. Um the entire N64 catalog and Literally. Every fantasy RPG ever made, um, <laughs> which is kind of funny because it's th- those aren't horror games, but I make them into horror games. Um, <laughs> for starters, I've never been in a fantasy RPG that didn't have giant spiders, and nothing will make me oh, scream faster no. than no, no, no like no, no. I I was late to the party on Skyrim. Um, but I, now you're a big Skyrim. I am a huge Skyrim player. I'm still playing Skyrim. I think I'm on my like tenth playthrough. I still can't wait for the next Elder Scrolls. Like fuck you, Bethesda. Come on. What's the difference between <coughs> Skyrim and Fable? Um, <laughs> <laughs> is, Fable this, is this a, um, a common discussion thread? No, no, no. There's definitely a difference. Like, like Skyrim is a bit more. Um, I would say serious. Fable. Fable's a lot more meta, like the tone is very different. It's 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 aimed kind of I don't want to say younger because it's very much for adults, mm. but um it's it's much more kind of stupid humor and kind of making fun of the genre as well. So 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 it's one of those things like you always find stupid little Easter eggs in in Lionhead games in Fable. Um <clears throat> in Skyrim it's a it's a bit more serious. It, yeah. it, it's a little more like, no, this is an adventure game. Like, you have a serious thing to do. Like, there are little bits of humor thrown in here and there, but it's not it's not really the same vibe. Um, also, Skyrim is about 10 years younger than Fable, so the graphics are amazing and the physics work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, like, in Skyrim, like, I level up my assassin skills. I grab a knife, and I just I just go around that fucking map, like, just straight up murdering people. I mean, so, that is exactly like, what I would do. Right? <laughs> I would be the evilest motherfucker in Skyrim. I would be, I would be a thief bandit. I don't play this game, so I don't know what you can do in it. I, I've heard that you can Pretty be, like... Pretty much anything you want. Because you can, you can choose to be, like, a good person or a bad person, right? Yeah. Is that a thing? So you I know, would definitely no, be a villain. There is no enforced morality. Even as a Anywhere. child, like, I was always drawn, I was like, they were like, do you want to be the good guy or the bad guy? I was like, uh, fuck you, I'm Darth Maul. Like, I'm going <laughs> to kill everyone. Um, and I would, that is what I would do. I would be a thief, I would, I would steal people's shit, I would kill them, I would, I would light their village on fire, I would be Sauron. You're going to love the Dark Brotherhood quest. What is the Dark Brotherhood? The Dark Brotherhood is a, is a, is a guild within Tamriel in the, in the, in the Elder Scrolls universe. Um, Elder Scrolls is Skyrim? Elder Scrolls is Skyrim. It's Oblivion. It's it's a series of games. Mm. Um, I don't even know. This the is not my out. forte for those of you listening. Sam is the <laughs> resident uh, Sky Skyrim <laughs> expert. I, that is not my that is not my genre. But um, yeah, no, it's it's been coming out an awfully long time. Um, but the uh, the Dark Brotherhood is the Assassin's Guild within that world. So, so you literally are just hired assassin. Yeah. Oh, I will play yeah. this. I mean, there is there there are a limited. There, there's a main quest line for the guild, and then after that, you can kind of take as many jobs as you want. But um, you don't get to pick your targets, which is kind of frustrating because mm. sometimes they will, in fact, pick like NPCs that you kind of like. Are they hard? But is like, is it hard to go around and kill? Some the of them are very difficult, and some of them are super easy. 
Um, it kind of depends on <clears throat> it kind of depends on how you level up your character. Like honestly, if you have if you have high enough like sneak and stealth stats, you're you you're gonna be anybody. fine. Yeah. Um, but it's like some of them are incredibly difficult to to pull off. Like I don't know if you remember the game Hitman. I do, like yeah. Hitman was always it was such it was a good so idea, hard. but it was so hard. Like it, it was impossible. Yeah. It was like you know what was actually a really good iteration of that whole uh, that whole idea was the Godfather video game. Did you ever play yes, that? Yes, I still play it. Actually, I still hook it uh, hook up. My it was really times. good. You know, it's uh, you're <coughs> all gonna judge me so hard. I know I'm an old fucking woman. I. <laughs> <laughs> don't have a PS4 or an Xbox One. I only have an Xbox 360 and a PS2. Those are the those are the systems I still have. And I mean, as a child, I had like an N64 and and Sega Genesis, and we had all kinds of mm-hmm. systems. But I don't have those anymore. the The most contemporary system I have is an Xbox 360. But I actually might be going. So we'll see uh, <laughs> what is going to happen on that front because of a horror video game. I might be going out to get a PS4. Except I know you're, if you're if you're going to go out and get the PS4, I also know you're going to come home with Stardew Valley. Oh, abso-fucking-lutely. <laughs> because let me tell you something a little bit about my past as a gamer. <laughs> 14-year-old me with school the next day up at 3 o'clock in the morning playing goddamn Harvest Moon 64. And if you don't know Harvest Moon 64, I don't know how you're listening to this podcast because you are neither gay nor creepy (laughs) if you have never played Harvest Moon 64. I'm not sure how those things. They absolutely go together. If you were a loner in high school, you played Harvest Moon 64. And loners are the ones who like the horror movies. We love the horror movies. Harvest Moon 64 was the best game ever made. It ever ser- made. seriously is. Ever. Like, like, it is such mindless. Like, like there's barely a plot to it. Like, 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 there's it barely is, a playing. The, like, you they don't do anything. <laughs> but it was the best, best game, game ever made. <laughs> Literally ever made. My Har- eggplants have come in. <laughs> You're literally go. a farmer. That's it. No, but do you remember like shit like, <clears throat> like it's, it would be like, oh no, there was a typhoon and you just built a greenhouse and, like, <laughs> and you're like snatching the cartridge out of the game thing because you're like, if I, I didn't save it, I didn't save it. If I put it back in, maybe that won't happen. Hold on. I just spent 30,000 gold on a game house, you bastard. I know. On a greenhouse. On a game house. On my game house. Uh, yeah, that is that is basically the experience of Harvest Moon three, uh, Harvest Moon sixty four, and then there was all kinds of other like weird shit because it was like the way you interacted with women in the game was like weird and very sexist, yeah. and like there was like there were like moon goddesses and shit, and you could throw flowers and and food into a lake and the, a mean, woman would grant you a wish it was bizarre harvest moon is why i'm pagan now oh, literally <laughs> literally I, it is it, there Video are so games many do turn your children into witches just I not know. how you think they do i know like real witches they turn your children into real uh fucking earth dust moon hippie children <laughs> <laughs> Is that an inaccurate description of my life? I'm going to break that down. Earth dust, moon, hippie children. Earth dust, uh, salt of the earth, moon. We we celebrate the moon, hippie children. That's that's me. I am I am an earth dust moon hippie child. And it's all because of Harvest Moon. And absolutely, all because of that damn dog. The dog dog, did it. The dog did it. He was so passive. He would just let you do anything. If you never played Harvest Moon '64, you are truly missing out on an experience. Harvest Moon 64 was a game that, because I don't know if, I, if, I, if we've really 
explain this well enough. You inherit your grandfather's farm after he dies, and it is fucked. This farm is <laughs> fucked. There is nothing on it. Your grandfather was a lazy piece of shit. He didn't plant anything. There were weeds everywhere. He didn't have any animals. I don't know how he survived. I don't know what he did. He must have just eaten the mushrooms that grew on the side of the house. That's probably why he died. He ate toxic mushrooms. And <laughs> so you come in and you're like, oh, I'm going to fix up this farm. And then you spend the rest of your actual life, your yeah. physical human life outside the video <laughs> game, repairing this farm. And it is the best game ever. And there ever. are six thirsty ass girls. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you get to just take like your pick. Circling. circling. <laughs> you can imagine as 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 a teenage lesbian, this was incredibly, incredibly appealing. It's like I get to grow vegetables and there is more than one girl who wants to make out with me. This is, <laughs> this is the fucking dream. I don't care that it's eight bit and the character is technically a boy. He's wearing a ba- backwards baseball hat and I'm a baby butch. I can make this work. Yeah. If you were like, a dyke <laughs> in the nineties, you loved Harvest Moon. Oh 64. fuck yes. It was the best game ever. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean for me. It was fine. I was more into the farming. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but um, yes, Harvest Moon 64 is absolutely the root of all. And you know what is funny? It was one of the first like open concept games. Like it was an open world where you could go yeah, well, and you interact really with the world. Do whatever you wanted on any given day as long as as long as you didn't need to go to Rick's shop. Yeah, because he was open between the hours of 9 and 9.07 on Monday, and that was it. <laughs> on Wednesday during a full moon. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, literally like once a month, Rick was there for seven seconds, and if you yeah. didn't catch him, you were fucked. Um, Rick, by the way, was the carpenter? I think he was... I, don't, I think he was an inventor. I don't know what he like, did. And I don't it, know what the fuck he did. Yeah, there would be this whole town, and you would have but to like go and buy things. You and, had to buy like the marriage thing from him, like the the, the fucking feather thing that you had to give to, to the give girl to, to the girl you them. chose. Yeah. So like, if you decided you you had made your decision, and you know you 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 wrote your parents, and you, and and you got your like you, you know your blessing back, <laughs> it might take about six months to get that fucking ring. I you know, know like, girl. It would take forever, <laughs> and and we were there for it. Luck as children. <laughs> I can't even tell you our summer vacations between between school years was literally like between the hours of three p.m. and about six to eight a.m. Yeah, we were up playing Harvest Moon. Yes, it was it was insane. In half hour shifts, it turned us into harm uh, into uh, gaming nerds. I think. Yeah, Harvest Moon, but. Now, that is my thing. Is there a type of game you don't like playing? I never got into the massively multiplayer thing. Like, like I, I never got into it, and I, I know that this is this is going to date me. It's going to make me sound like an angry old lady, but, like, I... I don't want to play with strangers. I don't want to play online. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I want to sit on a couch, preferably with someone I know, and... Like, I'll play stupid two-player games. I'll play stupid one-player games taking turns. Like, but I I either want to be completely by myself or with somebody I know. I do not want to be dealing with, like, 15-year-olds in Japan who have, like, unlimited time to spend getting good at this. Or, for that matter, like, men my own age who have spent, like, a shit ton of money, mm-hmm. like, actual legit money on getting, like, upgrades to their armor and upgrades to their weapons and upgrades to this and that and the other thing. Like, I don't want to, like, spawn into a game, get shot, (laughs) and then have to wait 20 minutes to play again, and that's just my evening. You know? Like, like, it's not fun. Because then it's literally like, oh, I will just be a target for someone who has no life outside of this game. It really – I do think that online gaming kind of – 
I don't want to say destroyed, but it really put a huge dent in casual gaming. And we are casual gamers, I think. We are not the type of gamers who spend a lot of time and money and energy developing characters and, and things like that. I don't like games that are played primarily online, which is really what Battlefront fucked up. But <clears throat> I will say I like that you can play online because it does it, – it gives you access to people who may be farther away or it makes games that could have been fun. Like imagine Goldeneye if you each had your own screen. You know what I mean? Like instead of those four <laughs> little boxes that you were like, you're looking at my screen. Yeah. You, if, if we could play in two different rooms, it would have it been great. But I don't like that it, it forces you to play with strangers because I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here for the social interactions. I am here to play with the people I want to play with. So Practicing I, your drag race speech? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Um, I... I will say I will agree. I don't like online gaming. As far as genres go, I also am not a huge fan of racing games. I don't. They don't do anything for yeah, me. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, unless it's, they're like super gimmicky, like Mario Kart or like snowboard. Yeah, kids I'll play Mario like Kart. Oh, snowboard kids. We have not talked about a single horror game. No, yet. not yet. We're <laughs> we're just getting there. <laughs> we haven't talked about a single horror game. What 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 would you say is your favorite horror video game? Okay, this one's going to be a little weird because it's a PC game. It's not on a console. Mm-hmm. But um, Scratches, the director's cut, was made in 2006. It's a PC game. Is that the one where you're like you're trying to find your way out of... You play... It's, it's essentially a Stephen King novel come to life. Mm-hmm. You, you, you are playing as an author who has rented a supposedly haunted mansion mm. in order to kind of get your creative juices flowing. And as you're there, you kind of like... You start hearing weird shit and like stuff moves on its own. And it's 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 very <laughs> <clears throat> it's all about the ambiance, it's all about the atmosphere. Like it, it is an incredibly creepy game. Really? And like the one or there are one or two like legitimate jump scares in it that I did not see coming and nearly shat myself when I was playing it. <laughs> like, because, well, I, because see, I would pay to watch you play that game. That is the only YouTube channel I would pay most, to watch. <laughs> most of it is legitimately you're just wandering around a creepy old house, like trying to solve puzzles and stuff. And like, mm. there's always like, it is just, it is like maybe like six to seven hours worth of gameplay, but it is a consistent six to seven hours where you are just uneasy. The entire time. Would, and like, would you play a virtual reality version of this game? I would. I think I would I would need it to be an updated version because I kind of, I, I played it like three or four times. So I think I know it too well at this point to truly be creeped out by it. Hmm. But um, <clears throat> like I, I would if I could see virtual reality. You can't see virtual reality? No. not Not in a way that really makes it. It doesn't feel immersive to me. It's, it's it's one of those things where, like, I, I'm going to have to explain this real quick. Um, because of what's wrong with my eyes, I don't have true stereoscopic vision. I'm only ever looking through one eye at a time. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, that's why I can't see 3D effects. Like, I went to see Avatar and walked out going, like, I don't get it. Everybody's like, <laughs> And but- people are like, well, didn't you see this? Didn't you see that? I'm like... No. no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Because all the glasses were ever doing was correcting the color for me because I couldn't see it. 
Oh. coming out, which is why like 3D is a gimmick in, in film that like I can't even really comment on because I can't see it. See, I didn't know. I I thought that your your eye issues were more like an astigmatism. I do have an astigmatism, but no, um, I was born with strabismus in my, specifically I believe in my right eye. So what is that? The muscle? Is it a um, muscle issue? Essentially what it is is like if you've ever seen somebody like who's wall-eyed, it's, it's not quite a lazy eye. It's a little bit different. But, like, when I was a baby, if I looked straight ahead with my left eye, my right eye would go all the way to the corner. Like, they can't face the same way at the same time. Well, they can now. Was, yes, because I had two. <laughs> yeah, because I had three eyes. The way you were saying it made it sound. No, but, like, <clears throat> I said when I was a baby, if I was looking straight ahead. Sorry, I just tapped the mic. But, like, I see, I have no depth perception. But, hmm. like... <laughs> But no, when I was when I was little, like if I was looking straight ahead with my left eye, my right eye would kind of fuck off into the corner and go all blur witch for a second, and then like <laughs> my goodness, I had no idea. But um, yeah, no. So I had three eye surgeries, and like aesthetically, they're fine. Like like I can I can look straight ahead, but like it's it's one of those things where I'm only ever looking at what I'm looking at with one eye. I'm never truly looking at it with both of them. That's really interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it's it's fucked up. But the but the but the the bottom line is like I have very little peripheral vision, <laughs> and um, and I don't I don't see three D effects and virtual reality just doesn't it doesn't hmm. truly work. Oh, that sucks. Like it's it's kind of <clears throat> it just it doesn't it doesn't quite work right with me. Hmm. But. I mean, I, I think if I could see it, I think it would be a really fun game to do in virtual reality. I think I think it would be something that. Um, what about like a Black Mirror style virtual reality where you like put the clip on your head and you like go into another world and you're like in it? I think I would do it. You would do it. Yeah, I think I would do it. Even I mean, knowing that there were things put in there to like scare the shit out of you. I, I think it's it's one of those things that I I think knowing that there's something in there that's going to scare the shit out of me is different than the the idea that something can hurt me. Because, mm. like, I also, I have also been known to, like, you know, go to a haunted house, which is essentially the same fucking thing, which is yeah. I'm, I'm walking in there knowing that something's going to jump out and scare me. Yeah, I get that. But also knowing that nothing's going to hurt me. So yeah, it's that's like, true. I guess, I guess that does make sense. Because I, I like haunted houses as well. And I think we should actually do uh, an episode about that later on when we get a little closer to Halloween. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to horror games, my favorite horror game is one that I would play in virtual reality and I wish that there was a way to do it now, left for dead, easily. <laughs> like, if you could just throw me into a virtual world and let me shoot the fuck out of zombies, done. Send me in. Okay, but, like, let's, let, let's, let's be real here for a minute. The first one, not the second one. Okay. That, well, the, the second one is your cutoff? Why the second one is your cutoff? I don't think there were tanks in the first one. There weren't. There were just the... Chargers. chargers. I could deal with a charger. <clears throat> I am not fucking with a tank in virtual reality. <laughs> <laughs> Left for Dead is a game, for those of you who don't know, Left for Dead is a game where you are you play one of four survivors who are accidentally stranded in a zombie-infested world, and you have to fight your way to the drop-off zone where you can be uh, r- rescued yeah. by a helicopter. And... Um, this game can be truly terrifying if played right. <laughs> and uh, it can be very stressful. 
It can be very stressful. It is also an incredibly fun game. And one so much fun. You and I tend to play together mm-hmm. quite a bit um, to the point where I think we are basically a tactical unit. I mean, essentially, yeah. Even <laughs> even Bob and I and Kevin, yeah. uh, you know, any any two of the four of us playing that game is a tactical unit. Jess has never really played it, so I don't I don't know how she would fare. I think she'd pick it up fine. I, th- I think I think no know, knowing Jessica, she'd be just fine. If nothing else, knowing that she plays Skyrim, you know, long range almost exclusively, I think I think she. Well, would see, be just that's fine. the thing. Jess is more of a sniper. And this is this is more like hoofing it. It, it is at the, at the same time though. Like I think that so much of Left for Dead is also just, especially when you are playing with a second person, knowing that if we go through that door and I turn right, you're not just gonna follow me. You're gonna like check the other part that's yeah. behind us and and then follow along. Like it's it's that kind of like gamer instinct is is important in Left for Dead, and I think Jessica does have it. So I think we'll be fine. She does have it, and you know Jessica is the type of person where like if we were playing that game. 30 seconds in, she'd have like she'd have like a spreadsheet that was like, okay, if we encounter this situation, yeah. A plan is this, <laughs> B plan is this. If if we if there's fire, I have this. She would have an entire backpack. You only get four things, and there are four categories of things you can have. She would have a whole backpack full of like most operative scenario. It's ridiculous. Jessica just turns into General Patton. The minute, she really the, the, the does. Minute, the minute you put a freaking, like, any, any kind of situation in front of her. Playing Clue Jessica with Jessica. Just, it, it, uh, she figured out some, like, magical system to figure out who has what cards in Clue. She has... Uh, She's I've counting never, cards. She learned how to count cards. So literally. Clue. Literally counting cards. I'm like, you are cheating. You are a cheating woman. But I do. I love Left for Dead. Um... We have had, I would say, some of our best gaming experiences have been playing Left 4 Dead. Define best. <clears throat> um, so at least some of the funniest situations yeah. playing Left 4 Dead. Yeah. I'm sure it was <laughs> funny for you. <laughs> I, I'm a survivor. You are a survivor. I'm going to make it. You are, okay. I'm a survivor. Keep on surviving. More than once in this game, but one time in particular. <laughs> yeah, it stands out. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We had gotten to the final level, and the, in the final level, you, you have to fight off a horde of zombies on the roof of a hospital while you're waiting for a helicopter. Mm-hmm. My ass made it to the helicopter. <laughs> and him, sitting in the chair next to me, starts screaming bloody murder because he is mobbed about three quarters of the way back to, like... I was point. dying. You were dying. You were on the ground. You were dying. So I, my benevolent... <laughs> my benevolent fucking ass... My women who love women, men who love men, solidarity espousing ass when I am going to go save my brother because that is what I'm supposed to do. So I got off the helicopter, ran over there, killed like 30 fucking zombies, gave him a health pack, (laughs) pulled his ass up, and he, like... Like, I swear to God, it was like he looked at me like Arya at the Hound at the end of Game of Thrones and just said, I'll never forget you. <laughs> like, just fucking booked it. Like and I died. Runner. I was on the helicopter and I died. I fucking died. I was torn limb from limb by zombies. He left me there. One of us like, had to survive. Like, One of us had to survive. You were not shouting that when I was the one on the helicopter. You were saying, save me. Save me. Oh, my God. I'm dying. Oh, my God. Because Sam, I was dying. Me. Yes. And then as well, soon once, as it was me dying, I know, but it then, was someone but has to But then you got on. mobbed and I couldn't get to you. 
That is the biggest load I of I thought shit. you were right behind me, <laughs> so I ran to the helicopter. I was and you saying, got I'm not behind you. I know <laughs> you weren't. I was that is a lie. Next to you in that the is chair, a lie. Going, hey, I need help. Hey, I need help. Where are you going? <laughs> I need help. That and is a lie. Like, you have made this sound so much worse than it actually was. <laughs> you. You were fighting zombies because you are a persistent zombie fighter. And by the time you realized it was too late, I was too close to the helicopter to make it back to you. I saved us. I got us out. I saved your memory. That is that is the most batshit crazy thing you have ever said on this. No, podcast. it is not. You, you want to hear batshit crazy? I would never I, have just left you I if I was standing right next to you. Saved your fucking life. I was already on the helicopter when you told me that you were dying. That is that is a bold-faced lie. That is not accurate. That is absolutely <laughs> accurate. I would never have just left you. I feel like this is the part where we put in the like beep, hold music, come back. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes later. <laughs> There's no video evidence. We would never know. We would never be able to go back and solve it. I know. Uh I will say some of my favorite experiences have been playing that game because if you play the second Left 4 Dead, there are a number of characters in that game that really make it truly terrifying. One of them is the tank. <laughs> you literally just said that you wouldn't do... Okay, you wouldn't do virtual reality if there was a tank. I wouldn't do virtual That's reality right. with tanks. That is truly terrifying. Bob and I were playing... Uh, I don't remember which level it is in the second one where you're like, you're in like this like boathouse mm -hmm. and the last horde, you're like waiting for the helicopter to come and they're like storming this like farmhouse mm -hmm. or boathouse or whatever it is. And Bob and I were playing and we heard the music that a tank oh, was no. coming. So a tank, for those of you who don't know, yeah. <laughs> and you start feeling the ground shake, the controller starts vibrating and you're like, I gotta go, I gotta get out of here, I gotta go. And <laughs> I, <laughs> we're playing this game and... I, a, a tank, for those of you who don't know, is like, it's like a zombie that on steroids. It's, it's like Hulk. this giant, it's, yeah, it's, it's like the Hulk zombie. Yeah. Um, so I feel this coming and I'm like, fuck me. So I'm in the farmhouse. I run up the stairs. I go into this bedroom and I see that there's a closet and I run into the closet and right as I'm about your to close the door. Your gay ass, your first thought was let me run into the closet. Because I knew Bob was downstairs and then it was <laughs> I just want to point out that two minutes ago he was he was debating whether or not he left me to die. Well, but to be fair, there are two other survivors who I knew would be there to help Bob. Oh, okay. Yes. That that so, was irrational. <laughs> so Bob was downstairs with the with the <laughs> tank somewhere around there, and these two other survivors are down there fucking shooting at things. And I see the closet, I run to the closet. Just as I'm about to close the door, I see Bob come running into the room. I was like, you asshole, you came in here to hide from the tank. He's like, you came in here to hide from the tank. And I was like, get in the closet. So we both get in the closet and we're like, okay, so maybe uh, Coach and Ellis are going to be downstairs and they'll just kill the tank. They'll just kill the tank. So I close the door to the closet and we're sitting there and we feel the room like vibrating because the tank oh is God. downstairs tearing the two survivors to fucking bits. And I'm like... And all of a sudden, it starts to get, like, kind of quiet. And we're like, did they kill the tank? And then a giant hand <laughs> rips the door off of the closet. And Bob and I were just like, ah! Literally lost our minds, 
screaming because the tank is killing us in the closet. That's why you don't go back in the closet, you asshole. L- listen, what was there to do? The tank was going to kill us. You could have tried fighting it like you do in every other level. I, feel I like do not fight the tank. You I You don't? Run. I run. Because you have to put distance between you and the Am tank the in order to kill it. Am the only idiot who like, plants my feet and starts shooting? Yes. I <laughs> Even never Bob, die, though. Bob ran. Bob yeah. ran, too. We both ran, and we hid in that closet. Bob and, and we I were, were going like, to start a support group. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we both ran. Because the only way to kill the tank is to put distance between you and it. And then you can throw Molotovs and pipe bombs and shoot the shit out of it. You, uh, But this thing was going to kill us. It was going to kill us. And I was like, I'm going to hide. I'm going to let it kill the shit out of Ellison Coach downstairs, and, we're gonna, and, and we'll just wait for the helicopter. And then the... <laughs> fucking thing ripped the wall off and we were like ah! it was it was it was one of the scariest and funniest moments to look back on in my horror gaming what happened after career. that did you die or did you run and leave Bob there we both lived okay we killed it okay. we did end up yeah. killing it but um it was not it was not the smoothest uh, an encounter with a tank has ever gone it, it literally was like uh in Ghostbusters the first time they encounter Slimer okay yeah okay. it was like that it was a lot like that um, do you think that uh, I would say, like I said, I would not play virtual reality with something like a tank. That would right. be too much for me. Is there any game that is too scary for you? I don't think there is any particular game. Like, like I don't think I can, I can name one off the top of my head that I'm like, no, I won't play that. Um, there are certain types of games that I tend to avoid, um, pretty much anything where I know for a fact most of what's going to be scary about it is just there's just going to be shit jumping out at me all the Jump time. Jump scares, yeah. Um, <clears throat> did you ever play Bioshock? I did play Bioshock, like, for a hot second. Was that scary? In places. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't really supposed to be a horror game. Like, like, yeah. like, like there, there, there were a couple of segments that, that were kind of scary, but it was mostly, I would say, pretty solidly, like, a sci-fi adventure game. Mm. But, um... <clears throat> No, I, th- I think the only games that I have ever, and I played them through because the stories are always good, but like, like I have to be in a certain kind of mood to turn on a Silent Hill game. Like, because yeah. I know Absolutely. I'm going to have a hard time sleeping. So <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. Resident <laughs> Evil and Silent Hill. Resident Evil, I will even say I like a little more than Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. And not because Silent Hill is a bad game. Silent Hill is a great no, it's an amazing fucking game. game. Really I will watch someone play Silent Hill for hours. As lo- I mean, if we're sitting in the same room and yeah. we're talking. Not on a YouTube channel. Not on a YouTube channel. I would have a hard time playing Silent Hill. And I have. Yeah. Because it's like, you hear that alarm go off and you're like, fuck oh, me. Oh, it's just like... The, the first time I was ever playing a Silent Hill game, I was playing Silent Hill 2 on the original PlayStation. <laughs> And I was playing by myself, first mistake. I was playing at <laughs> night, second mistake. <laughs> and I was playing Silent Hill 2. And I was playing mistake. Silent Hill 2, third, third mistake. But like, no, the, the first fucking time, I, I legitimately hit pause and like threw the controller down. I was, I was like, nope, I'm out. I'm out. Like, like, and I, see. Like, I don't even know what's about to happen, but I'm done. Like, I'm already out. It is truly terrifying. I mean, they did a really great job of making that game 
scary as fuck. No, I, I do think like Silent Hill is like the gold standard of like horror adventure games. It's like because it is. It's again like another kind of like open concept world where you know you're you're solving the puzzles and you're figuring things out, but. It's like barely an action game. And I think that's what makes it so scary is you feel so defenseless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like frequently your only option is to run away. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and what what do you do with that? Yeah. It's like that. that is something that scares me in these games is like if I can fight back somehow, at least I don't feel quite as defenseless. Yeah. But these games where it's like <clears throat> sneak around and don't get seen. It's like, yeah, it's I, like that no, is, no, no. <laughs> that stresses me out because I'm like, at, at the very least, give me a shank so I can like poke it in the like, eye or something like, to get away. Like fuck, even Lori had a fucking hanger. Like I don't need, I know. Like, <laughs> like, like Jamie Lee Curtis like stabbed somebody with a knitting needle. Like surely I can find a pointy stick in all of this. Like, Seriously, <laughs> there's got to be something heavy around that I can hit something in the head with, you know? I I would say that those are probably I would I would agree that's probably my I would I would play the game if I was in a room full of people and and we were having a good time yeah. and I was a little drunk yeah. I would play that game as as far as scary video games go even a, a game like Scratches where it's like literally just walk around and be scared it's mm-hmm. like something like that I, I do enjoy it from time to time I don't know if I could play it on any kind of regular basis. I mean, that's fair. I, th- I think if nothing else, like, <clears throat> I, th- I think because we've both already kind of said it's like video games are kind of escapist for us. Like, mm-hmm. I I have enough shit. Like, I, I'm anxious enough in my day-to-day life. Like, I don't need to go looking for it. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> like, like, and when I watch scary movies, like, it's, it's a vicarious thrill, but I never really feel like I'm in danger. No. I'm one of those people that, like, particularly, again, in a game like Silent Hill where there's no soundtrack and, like, there is nothing yeah. in that game to, like... To like indicate that there is a fourth wall, like like you know, you know like, like and I am someone who who does get very like I I very easily kind of attach onto that avatar and 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 kind of really I don't really want to say feel it, but 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 like when I play it Sky, becomes personified. Yeah, when when I play Skyrim and like that giant spider drops from the ceiling, like I freak the fuck out oh, every yeah. time, every fucking. <clears throat> what time. was that game? What was that game we were playing when we were on vacation in North Carolina? The shadow one. Oh, Limbo. Limbo. That was a really that was a really well executed. It was. Game. It was a beautiful game. And it was kind of like vaguely horror. It was. It was like it creepy. Was creepy. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely creepy. Um, and it's it's kind of the same thing where it's like you're. It's literally like walk across the screen. Yeah, it's a side scroll. A side scroll. Not even video like first game. person perspective it's it's like yeah and that's what i'm saying but you it's so easy to become invested even in that character like when those little like when you're walking yeah. and everything looks jagged and everything looks yeah. creepy but then all of a sudden it's a spider leg and yeah. it's like trying to grab you and you're like fuck me i thought bob was gonna like piss himself it was, <laughs> a lot. It, was it was it was surprisingly intense that was a really like, well-made game i wish they would make more games like that these days um i think that that studio actually just came out with another one that's kind of similar. It's called Inside. Really? Yeah, I, I saw it in the app store the other day. Um because Limbo actually started out as as a as a phone game, I think. Really? Actually. Yeah, no. It was I think it was it was available on Steam so you could play it on on PC and then I think that there was a there was a phone app version. Hmm. And then they released it because it was so freaking popular they released it for consoles. But um because <clears throat> it's an indie game. It's it's you know 
I think it was but like three people. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like <laughs> everything, and I know we, we say this all the time. We're like the two <laughs> fucking cranky old ladies. Yeah, I know. But I, I feel like such a, an old, like an old fogey because I'm like, they don't do things like they used to anymore. And it's like, but they don't. They don't make these games, these like puzzle games or these side scrollers or even, it's like, you don't realize it doesn't have to be crazy complicated. It just mm. has to be engaging. Yeah, I have to feel invested. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of games now are <clears> not <throat> it's hard to feel invested in them. Like like the new Battlefront game. It's yeah. like I don't feel invested in this. It, I could play it casually for like 20 minutes and then I'm like, oh, okay, I've done this. And you don't you don't have games like Banjo-Kazooie or Spyro anymore. And I wish that they were. I wish that they would go back to focusing on not just making good graphics because I don't want to. I don't want to poo poo on graphics. A lot of people say like, "Oh, we don't need these good graphics. We just need good games." It's like, well, I don't mind the graphics getting better, but the story has to go with it. It has to be a good story, especially with horror games, because the story is what's scary about it. Yeah, like that's the thing. It's like if you just stick me in a dark room, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna be creeped out. But at the same time, like, if I don't have any idea of what to expect like there's no anticipation so there's no dread yeah it's it's like <clears throat> all of all of the best scary games and i think this is something that silent hill does again particularly well is it's that you're just walking around hoping it doesn't happen mm-hmm. like that anticipation and that dread even though you know perfectly well it's going to happen because that's why you're playing the fucking game dummy yeah. <laughs> like like if it wasn't going to happen you would like this would be walking around in fog the game but like it's not like <laughs> walking around the like, like a foggy morning, the game. But um yeah, no, I, I feel like there's there's just there there isn't enough effort put in a lot of times in in terms of kind of making you connect with the character that you're you're supposed to be playing. I a hundred percent agree. And I think that was the biggest failing of the new Friday the thirteenth game. Yes. I think that it failed to make it really truly scary and you know we were talking much earlier in the episode about how i would love like a a free world roaming like ghost face game yeah. i w- i want it for a much different reason it wouldn't be scary to me because yeah. i'd be playing as <laughs> ghost face but that was I, just fun <laughs> but i think that that's what it's like they got stuck somewhere between that and and kind of like a, a thriller game with the new Friday the 13th. It's like, oh, well, you can beat Jason or you can be a survivor and you have to try and do that. Like, Who the fuck wants to be a survivor? No one wants to be a survivor. Like, everyone wants to be Jason and everyone wants to beat a camper against a tree yeah. in a sleeping bag. And again, like, it's online. I don't want it to be online. There was there was a game for PlayStation 2 that we both played and was one of the most fun games ever ever made. It's called Jaws Unleashed. It is oh, it absolutely. is Grand Theft Shark, okay? You are literally you are Bruce. They stick you in the water. You can eat whoever you want. You can blow up boats. You're jumping, you're breaching stuff, you're eating orcas, you're killing seals. Like you can make it full animal planet if you want yeah. to or you can just make it total carnage. Hours that's what I want. Yeah. And that's what I want. That's what I want. And it's like I guess in today's political climate, I do understand why it would be so difficult to release a game like that where you're literally just breaking into houses and killing teenagers. But I mean, uh, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I, it just seems like such a cop out. It's like, well, we still go see the movies. We still go watch people do it. It's like, 
we all know that this is not what makes people violent. We all know that this is not what causes people to inflict violence upon other people. I think that, honestly, I wish that I had had those games to, like, live out that fantasy. You know what I mean? And not that I fantasize about killing people, but, like... Except when you're on stage. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> when there's a bachelorette party. Um, uh, I, I do think that the people who are drawn to the horror genre want to participate in it. And video games would be the perfect way for them to do it that is nonviolent, non-threatening. It doesn't hurt anybody. You know what I mean? I just, I, I think more than anything, and like, like this is a concept that, that, that I come back to kind of every time this whole debacle is brought up. The, the whole idea of like video games or movies or, or books or whatever, like turning people into violent assholes. And it's, it's not that. Like, like it, it really, it really isn't. And it's, just when you look at the millions and millions and millions of people that partake in this media versus the, it's so small a percentage that then commit violence, mm-hmm. it can't be causal. Like, it can be corollary. Like, I don't doubt that the same kind of jackass who would go do something like that, like, like, like I, don't, I don't doubt that would the, the, that the asshole things, who would yeah. commit a mass shooting would also find a game where he could commit a mass shooting enjoyable. But it does not but mean that anyone mean who likes those that the those only things. people who would, who would enjoy that game would be the person who would do that in real life. And I think exactly. it's, it's frankly largely the opposite. It all comes down to, like, if someone doesn't have a functional reality, a functional reality switch, you can't, you can't fix that about them. Like, like if you have someone who cannot tell the difference between reality and fantasy, mm-hmm. then the answer isn't, well, we can't have fantasy anything anymore. Yeah. The answer is this person needs to be watched. Yeah. So like, it's just, it's so stupid. It, it's like, no, I would never ever harm another human being in my life. That being said, I do routinely play Skyrim where I pull out a bow and we'll see how many bandits I can kill in a 10 minute period. And it's like, like anyone <laughs> who has played GTA yeah. has basically done anything that you would do in an, in an open range yeah. horror video game. I, I, ha- I don't think I've ever played a single mission that was designed by the makers of GTA. Rockstar Games has never made a mission that was more fun than blowing up shit in downtown wherever the fuck I am in Grand Theft Auto. Seriously. It's, it's like, even when you, like, even when we're playing Left 4 Dead, it's, it's like, yeah, no, they're zombies. But, like, at the same time, like, those are humanoid figures. Like, they look like real people. Yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not like they're so deformed and decomposed that, like, like, I have stood in the middle of a group of zombies with an AK-47, opened fire, and spun around like a top. Like, it's not, <laughs> like, it's not like, like, that doesn't mean I would ever do that in real life. Unless, no, of course, never. it was actually a zombie apocalypse, in which oh, well. case it might be necessary. Uh, yeah. But, but you've like, always been more partial to the, the melee, weapons. melee weapons. I feel like it's more personal. You know, it's, like, like, it's that personal touch. I, I like you're to, like the Dunder Mifflin I, of zombie. I, I, I do. Killers. Like you know, it's my customers are important to me. <laughs> Apparently, and I want to be. I want to make sure that you know, if we're going to have an interaction, I want to be interacting with their face with a cricket bat. Uh, oh, so, absolutely. Like, I mean, I will say I am not a huge fan of the melee weapon because I have a tendency not to see the broad scope of things. Mm-hmm. So I will. I'll run in beating the shit out of things, and then I turn around and I'm surrounded by zombies, and I'm like, oh, I've made a mistake. 
<laughs> I, I have found that the, um, the the key with melee weapons is to just go as quickly as possible and not actually care if you kill the thing that you just hit. It's it's you just mm. hit, turn, hit again, hit, turn, hit again. It's like when you watch Aragorn at Helm's Deep. Like mm. you're never really sure that he killed that guy he just stabbed, but he turns and stabs the next guy because that guy's about to stab him, and then he might turn back to the last guy and stab him again. It's just it's just basic melee. Hmm. You know, you just you just have to incapacitate them long enough for you to deal with the guy who's about to like shank you in the face. Speaking of good games and Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Lord of not the to Thomas. go on too big a tangent, but Lord of the Rings Conquest, fucking banging ass game. Middle Earth Battlefront, yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was a good. And that game. one was four player. It was four Which player. was amazing. Remember when video game consoles were four right? player? And then all of a sudden they were like, oh, two. And you're like, wait, I uh, thought we were getting better. Shouldn't this be like 12 or eight people by now? <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a limit to how, how much you can see on the screen. But at the same time. the screens time, are 16 times bigger I mean, than they used fair. to be. <laughs> I used to drive Kevin absolutely insane in that game because I only have one mode when it's multiplayer combat. Mm-hmm. And it's beast mode. I only have one. There's only one setting, and it's Berserker. I'm going to take the sword, and I'm going to run at you. I don't care how many times you shoot me with spells. I don't care how many arrows you shoot at me. I'm just going to keep running until I can't run anymore, or I hit you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) See, and my early duck hunt skills were put to absolutely great use in that game because I just played as fucking Legolas and I was like, I'm going to shoot the shit out of everyone. I'm and going say to really ca- obvious things every two seconds. Uh, very obvious things. The sky is blue. So yes, we know Legolas. Yes, Go back Legolas. to bed. <laughs> Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? I see grass and the sky. Do you see the army, Legolas? No, oh, yes, I do. Oh, yes, there is. It's over there behind the hedge. <laughs> there are birds. Also, I see birds and it may rain later. No one asked you. <laughs> Back to Chuck Knobloch. Yeah, sorry. Back to, <laughs> Back Chuck. to you, Chuck. <laughs> um, do you think that there are games that are not intended to be scary that are scary? Oh, absolutely. We played many of them as children. I agree. What um, would you say is your your biggest not scary scary game? Most of them, like like it's it's not even the entire game is creepy. It's like there are moments in it. And the only thing I thought of when I was writing this 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 prompt down was that freaking scene in Ban. In, it's on like the second level of Banjo Kazooie, and mm. there is one of those stupid little Jinjo bastards, and he's under the pier. And if you've ever played a '90s video game, you know that there are only two things that can happen if your character touches water: either you drown instantly, or like, there is like something in the one drop of water dead, yeah. or shark. Yeah. They're, they're, those are your only two options. There's nothing in between. Absolutely. Either way, if you touch water, you're dead. And it's always fun trying to figure out, okay, what kind of game is this? And you put your foot in and you don't die immediately. And then you hear the music. <laughs> <laughs> and then you panic and shit yourself and jump back on it. Because again, I get really invested in the avatar. And the minute that it's like, don't, 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 I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, get out of the water. Oh my God. I start <laughs> screaming like that one lady in the scene from Jaws who's just holding her baby and screaming in the. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody runs past her. I turn into that idiot. Yeah. The second the music. Literally though. (laughs) I will say when it comes to scares like that, that is my biggest fear. Whether I'm playing like GTA or anything like Mm -hmm. in GTA, have you ever been like, it's like nighttime and you're out on the ocean Uh and you accidentally fall out of the boat? Yep. That is, and you have you, you have a panic attack. That is the <laughs> most scarier than any like Silent Hill, 
<laughs> Resident Evil, Left for Dead. I don't give a shit what you do. If I fall out of a boat into the open ocean yeah. at night, <laughs> fuck me. I, I have turned the game off. I've been like, this is it. We're done. Just light your house on fire with the <laughs> Like, well, guess we're moving. Shut it down. <laughs> we're going to New Mexico. Uh yeah, a GTA, a GTA falling in the water at night, horrifying. Because that is my, one of my biggest fears, is yeah. sharks. And so that will that scares the fuck out of me. And also, speaking of sharks, mm-hmm. did you ever play uh, Batman? I can't remember whether it was Arkham Asylum or Arkham City. I can't remember which one it was. One of them, you were like chasing the penguin I think, I think through the building, yeah. and he, he puts like a shark, yeah. and you have to. Uh, terrifying. Yeah, no, it was awful. Because again, it's like if I touch the water, I am dead. dead. The water is lava. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it doesn't even have to be lava. Like lava would be preferable. I know. Like, like I know. If what, I just burned to death, like, who I, cares? I, I know what to do with lava in a video game. I jump over it. But like, like with this, it's like I'll still be alive, but there'll be something terrible coming. I know. It's like, it's, like, it's again, it's all about anticipation. But like. I, I feel like I, I'm vaguely traumatized by that video game trope because, again, you know, in case I haven't mentioned it, I play Skyrim. There are no sharks in Skyrim. There, there, no. And, like, there are large sections of this game where, like, it is entirely possible that you, and probably necessary, that you will come into contact with the ocean. And I still skip my merry ass over icebergs to avoid touching it. <laughs> it's it like, if I fall in the water, I panic. I, like, completely panic. And I know that nothing's coming. <laughs> because the but first time it happened, I, like, fainted, came to. <laughs> and my <laughs> and your guy was still there treading water. My character was sitting there treading water and nothing was happening. And I'm like, like, what are we doing? And I'm like, how is she still alive? She should be dead. <laughs> Did no one tell her? Did no one tell her to die? Like, and then supposed like, to be dead. And then I'm like, wait a minute. And I duck her head under the water and I'm like looking around. There's nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. nothing. And I'm like, oh my God. But I feel like that was a thing in early video games was like, it was almost like an Easter egg, like don't fall in the water because there, was, there were always rumors that games would have sharks in the water. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't know if it was ever true. GTA 2, I think it was definitely true because I, I think we actually managed to do it. Like I, I remember, we we went out and tested it. I don't remember. Was you know, that Miami? Miami yeah, it Vice, was Miami. Or uh, what was or it? It was, Vice it was City? Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Vice City. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we actually went and tested that because it was also like you had to do it at a certain time of day. It was like weirdly like biologically and like, correct. Yeah, like in you a had different to do it spot. At like yeah. Sunset or sunup, and it had to be a very specific spot, and you had to be doing a very specific thing, and then it would happen. And I believe we did go out and test it and find out that it was true, but I could be misremembering that. I also remember there being videos, and I don't know if this was like a real thing or if it was like something someone <clears> made <throat> on YouTube, <throat> but in one of the later GTAs, there was like rumors that there was like a megalodon if you yeah. went out at night. Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember that rumor. I don't know if it was true or not. I don't know if it was true either, but again, contributes to the fear of like, well, fuck me, I'm in the ocean. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> It's like you could literally put a noose around my character's neck, bring her to the top of a belfry, tie it off, and like be like, any last words? And I'd be like, ah, this is fine. <laughs> if my foot so much as touches a goddamn puddle, <laughs> I am going to pee my pants and die. I know. It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's like any other situation. It's like, ah, I can get out of this. I'm basically a god in this game. But yeah, no. My foot is wet. I'm dying. Literally. And uh, here is how I will tell you. This is how I know which of my fears is worse. I am terrified of two things in my life, heights and sharks. <laughs> I will play. So that parasailing scene in Jaws 2 is just. <laughs> not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I will play Spider-Man 
all fucking day. I will climb to the top of the tallest building and jump my fat ass off, and I will try to splat on the ground. I, if Spider-Man falls in the Hudson River, fuck it, turn the game <laughs> off. We're done. And I, I am around the Hudson River all the time. I know that there are no great white sharks no. in the Hudson River. But you never know what asshole game designer is going to be like, oh, this will scare him. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, It is terrifying that Spider-Man will get eaten by a shark. Throw him off a building, fine, whatever. I feel like 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 the, the new Spider Man and this is a total tangent, but like like it's actually weird to me in the new Spider Man if you jump off a building and hit the ground and like like you if you intentionally do a full like belly flop half splint <laughs> like, like fucking like swan dive off of the Empire State <laughs> Building and do not touch the controller, he will hit the ground, roll, and be perfectly fine. <laughs> not even not even lose a point of health. Like at least in the old game, if you splatted, like it you hurt. You splatted. Like it's it's a little bit like okay, we may have gone too far in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like games aren't hard now. Like you don't also have to make him invincible. I know. <laughs> like, and that's really what it comes down to. I do think that the games should be hard. I think you should be able to choose your level of hard, or at least have have there be like. It should make sense. Like, yeah. like, like it's one of those things. Like, it sh- yes, it should hurt Peter Parker if he lands his face onto Fifth Avenue with n- like <laughs> no deceleration. If he hits terminal velocity and then a taxi cab, it should hurt. You yeah, know, like, he, sh- he should feel it. But like at the same time, like yeah, no, I don't need you to make the boss so impossible that it takes me like three weeks of my my actual real life. To try well, yeah, to I do it. agree with that. I do, I do think that they should be reasonably. Difficult. Because, again, going back to games like Banjo-Kazooie or Spyro, those games, it was like you would have to keep trying and and working towards uh, solving these puzzles. But they were puzzles. And they were were things you, you could figure out, you know. I, I do I do miss like, that. Like God help you on like some of the old like Castlevania games. Like oh, like Castlevania. oh my god. That was a good game. It was a wonderful game, but like if you got stuck on something, like you were gonna be stuck for a while. Oh yeah, that was a minute. Like like it was gonna be like like there were days where that was kind of a chore. But, like, <laughs> Absolutely. Do you remember that game Medieval? Yeah, no, I always liked that one. That, that was, was a actually good game it was too. it was actually kind of kind of a spooky was, skeleton cute. game, yeah. It was it was kind of spoopy. Spoo- it was very it was spoopy. very spoopy. I I do miss spoopy games with like his that. one like really big like <laughs> round eye. Around eye. Yeah, <laughs> just like <laughs> fucking off. Like, and like every time like he died, Igor. like it was just like, Poof. and like the eye specifically would always leave. Like yeah, it was just fuck off somewhere. Is there a game that you would like to see made that has not been made yet? I mean, there 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 are so many there are so many ideas that sound good in theory, and I know like might not be good in execution. But I think, in 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 terms of horror games, I think what I want more than anything is kind of the game we've talked about a couple times now. It's like I want that the open know, world horror. I game. want Jason Voorhees Unleashed. Mm-hmm. I want Grand Theft Jason. I want Grand Theft Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. Like I I want give me a machete, give me a hockey mask, give me an unending supply. <laughs> of semi-naked teenagers and let me go to town. Like, That's how I feel. I I kind of want it in like the ghost face arena, but I do agree. I do agree. No, I think that is that is the golden goose of horror games for me. Like I that think, is what I want. I, and it's like, how do we get this made? How do we who do we contact to be like, listen, <laughs> we will go to bat, we will be the ones to fight with Congress to be like, I'm <laughs> killing kids. We, I, who I mean, do we go I, I to? Feel, I feel it's not like the, the the problem is I really don't think that the pro- that the problem is 
it's too violent and it's violent against against people. Like, like, like there's so many games. Like, like senseless. Like violence. every Call of Duty. Like, like every like like every first person shooter that exists. You're wandering around just murdering as many human beings as possible. What difference does it make if I use a big knife? Yeah. Like <laughs> literally no difference. Like so it's kind of like this is a very clearly like a a contained fictional world. Like it really shouldn't be the problem. I I, I think the, I think the bigger problem is just there's such a there's such an emphasis right now on on online and on multiplayer that it's like they feel like if they do it as a f- single player game it just won't sell as well. And it's like I think that almost makes like, me more mad than the <laughs> idea of them thinking it would just wouldn't be culturally appropriate. Yeah. It, like it almost makes me more mad to think that like we have evolved past the point of this being a, a viable game. Yeah. No, I, I, I really don't, I, I don't think violence is the issue. <laughs> like, that kind of pisses me off. <laughs> like, like, I, I think violence is, I, I think it's much more money. But, um, oh. no, I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, especially when you're using like a, like a known entity in terms of, of, of marketing. Like, it's not like you're just giving it some faceless killer. Like, if it is a, you know, branded with a new line logo and everything, kind of mm-hmm. Jason Voorhees game, I, I feel like, I feel like, like, what is the argument to be made that this is emulatable? Like, no more emulatable than the movies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, there have been Friday the 13th games. There have been... Uh, there have been horror video games. And even games where you play as the killer. So yeah. it's like, why can't we make this happen? There, There is an entire game franchise. It's called Assassin's Creed, which is the whole point of it is you murdering people. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It's yeah. framed differently because you're the hero, but like it's it's and that's the thing. I mean, there are games where you play as mob bosses. <laughs> there are there are games where you play as assassins. Grand Theft Auto, you play as uh, essentially a, a, street a hired yeah. thief and 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 criminal. Like, there's no reason that a game like this should not be just as acceptable. Especially because I do have a I do have a backup answer to this question, which I think is. If I wanted to actually play a game that was going to scare me, what mm-hmm. what I would really like to see is a essentially a crime procedural. I want a hunt a serial killer game where mm. your knowledge, where like act, having actual knowledge about like forensics and how to do it would yeah. be helpful. Like, Almost I, like I, a bone collector. Yeah, video I want game. a really good like detective game. Yeah, I would agree. Where with that. if I fuck up, he's gonna come kill me. Yeah. Like <laughs> and as you as you progress through the story, it becomes more clear that yeah. you are in the midst of the danger as well. I think that that would be a great horror video game. I, we should just go. We should just go to EA and be like, "You're all fired. We're not, taking over." Not EA, <laughs> but that's why I'm saying you're all fired. We'll take <laughs> we'll take it from here. <laughs> Maybe Bethesda. Like, like, like Bethesda. Go, just just go over to Bethesda makes Skyrim and Fallout and all these uh-huh. all, all of the big like RPG games. Most of them come from Bethesda. So I, I think going to Bethesda with particularly the detective one I think would be kind of cool because I think they, they might actually be able to pull it off. You think so? I, I, th- I think if there was a single game studio that I would expect to be able to, to do that in a, in a fun and realistic way, I would, I would say it would be Bethesda. I, Bethesda, if you're listening, we're here to, to shut tell up and you take that, my money. Yeah, we will. We will <laughs> buy this game. I'll buy every copy of it. <laughs> I will personally fund this game just to make sure it gets made. No, but like with all the freaking like true crime nuts out there, are you telling me that if you gave you know Linda from the YMCA a chance to hunt a serial killer, she wouldn't be like, "Here's my do- here's my dollar." 
That's what I'm saying. Like, and they have like, I mean, we even used that that service where it was like the 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 subscription the box. subscription box. Yeah, where you are solving a murder, and it was a lot of fun. Imagine yeah. if you didn't have to wait a, a month week in between or a month yeah. in between. Yeah, I I wish that they would really. I wish they would take advantage of this craze right now and really uh, go to town on it. As far as true crime, I don't want to see. I don't want to see a game based on actual events. No, I, I, I don't think be it tasteless. should be. No, absolutely not. Like I don't. I don't think it should be like you know serial killer hunter Gacy edition. Like that's yeah. Not, I don't need that. Cool. I don't need that. But I wouldn't mind hunting a serial killer. The video game. Yeah. I would, and it could even have elements of action in it. It could be literally. A bone collector video game. I want. I want Silence of the Lambs, the video game. I want to be. I want to be Clarice Starling. Just let me be Jodie Foster. I'm a lesbian. It's my dream. It's every dream every too. every every lesbian secretly wants to be Jodie Foster. Specifically. Uh, well, only one of them actually is her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. I think I'm the. I mean, I think I've said everything I need to say about horror video game. Yeah, I, I, I think for for this. <laughs> This installment of this, I mean, we'll certainly be on this topic again as more horror games come out. I'm absolutely sure <clears throat> because I'm hoping that horror games will not be a, a diminishing trend. No, if nothing else, I think like recent really good ones, things like Until Dawn and, and things like that, that, that did pretty well and were honestly interesting, I think, prove that they, they've got some sticking power. If nothing else... In the remakes and reboots game, you know, mm-hmm. Silent Hill Reawakening should be coming out any moment now. I'm sure, because <laughs> we're always going to be looking forward to all the reboots and, and nostalgic video games and movies. Um, I will say, Until Dawn, I am very excited about. I might That is actually the game that inspired me to possibly go out and get uh, a PS4. Because every time I go out to buy a PS4, and this has been going on for literally like years now. The Pro is only like three fifty now. But that's what I'm saying. It's $350, which is not a small amount it's of money. It's not a small amount of money. But I I go out to the store and I pick it up and I look at it and I'm like, what am I going to play on this? Yeah. Spider-Man. Stardew Valley. Started well, now Stardew Valley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, what else? I'm like, I'm like, this is a very expensive purchase for something I'm and like, when do I ever have time as an adult? to play these games. I feel like I never have time. And if if I say on this podcast <laughs> I'm playing video games and then there are people who are like you didn't text me back. I'm like shut the <laughs> fuck up. I need to play my game. I that's the that is the biggest thing for me. But I will say now like 16 years after the PS4 came out, there are finally enough <laughs> games that I'm interested in playing that I might go out and buy one. That's fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. I and of course now they're they're announcing like the the next Xbox they've announced they did? Yeah. So I'm sure there must be a new PlayStation coming um, out soon. It's called Project Scarlet. The, the new Xbox is called Project Scarlet. And Project Scarlet? Yes. They, I don't know. What the that's what the system is called? I, I have no idea. Well, that's what the, I guess, the, the launch said. That's a lot. It is a lot. But, um, <laughs> but no, I'm sure that the new pl- the, the PlayStation 5 or whatever the fuck it's going to be will be announced shortly. But um, Which almost makes me think maybe I should wait for them to announce PlayStation 5 and get the PS4 after it comes out when it goes down to like $190. <laughs> I would say that the only thing I'm going to say is um, there are rumors of Fable 4. See, I haven't I have never played Scarlet. Fable or or Skyrim. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe I need a good a good RPG to just get into. Oh, it will eat your life. Is Skyrim really worth it? 
Okay, everybody shits on Skyrim because they've been waiting for a new Elder Scrolls forever, and like every time Bethesda announces something and they're hoping it's like a new Fallout game or something, it's like we redid the Elder Scrolls. Now it's on the phone. <laughs> like you can do it, Elder Scrolls VR. Like everybody shits all over Elder Scrolls, but um, <clears throat> Skyrim is legitimately, I think, the only game I have ever owned that I would probably have a panic attack if I could not play anymore. Really. Like, like, like it, I am addicted to it. How much of it, though, is pursuing the story and how much of it is, like, do your own thing? It's, the, the storyline is interesting. It's fun to do. I, at this point, like I said, I think I've played this thing through, like, six or seven times and have not ever achieved 100% completion on it. Hmm. Like, there's just so much to do. Yeah. That... It's almost impossible. And then when you add, like, mods and stuff into the mix, like, it, it just goes completely haywire. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe if, I, maybe if I go out tonight and I really just finally make a commitment and say, you know what, this is it. I'm going to put one whole fucking paycheck towards this. One of us. One of us. It'll just be me, you, Jessica, and Kevin. Oh, goodness. Bob doesn't play Skyrim? I don't think Bob plays Skyrim. We would have to ask him. But, but I know that Kevin does and Jessica's obsessed. Maybe I'll turn him. I'll I'll be the one to like get him to do it. (laughs) All right, kids. The the only game I would want to be online multiplayer. Uh, Yeah. Would you though? I would start a guild, but it would only be with you guys. Like, like, like this is my problem with online gaming. What I want is to be able to play with people I know. Like, give me the option to create a closed world with like four or five other people that I am I know and we're cool. Just you know, don't stick me with a bunch of like random teenagers. But, um, yeah, no, I think if, like, the five of us could cooperate on missions, that would be the coolest frickin' thing ever. Yeah, I would do that. Like, I would play that all the fucking time. (laughs) All right, kids, that's it. This is My Spooky Gay Family. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember to like and subscribe and leave us some comments if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about. This is uh, this has been a very fun discussion about spoopy video games. We have a lot more to talk about, so f- come find us on all social media. We are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We are on uh, uh, Facebook as well. Are we on Tumblr? Yes, we have a Tumble. Oh, good. Is anyone we have paying a Tumble attention weed. to it? We don't have porn on it. Well, we're not allowed to put porn on Tumblr anymore. That's why Tumblr, like, had a riot <laughs> last December. <laughs> well, maybe we'll start adding porn just to defy Tumblr. Kids, I hope you enjoyed yourselves today. Uh, stay spoopy and remember. Hello. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Alon, and this episode contains clips from Saw, distributed by Lionsgate Films 2004. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Barbara Duel Productions.